Hello, America and everywhere else in the world. Welcome back to Corey Has a Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Easley. And I'm here today to remind you that anything is possible for him who will try. I wish I made that up because I think that's a pretty cool mantra to have, but I stole that from somebody who stole it from somebody else. Just like all the other quotes you read on Instagram and Twitter. Um, But yes, today I'm here and I'm going to get right down into the nitty gritty. I was walking down the street today and I saw two people. I'm going to assume that they were like in their late teenage years sitting on a bench. I'm a personal trainer, right? I go train people in the park. Saw these teenagers on the bench. You know what they were doing? Making out heavily. And I thought, damn, man, that's fucking gross. It wasn't like a tasteful little peck. It was like... One of those get a room kind of situations. You know what I mean? You know when it, when people used to be like, oh, get a room. Because nobody really wants to see that all the time. I think there's a way. So I, I want to talk about PDA, right? PDA. What is PDA? You can't always assume that everybody knows exactly what you're talking about whenever you just say something that you think is common. So I'm going to tell you what PDA is. PDA is a public display of affection also known as pda it's also it also stands for personal digital assistant but that's not what i'm talking about today so pda is uh you know when people uh well it says here there are acts of physical intimacy in the view of others that's perfect that means that you're doing shit that you might be doing when you're behind closed doors or like a watered-down version of it, but you're doing it at a cafe. You're doing it on public transportation. You know, you're in line somewhere. You're in line at Shake Shack. You know how long that Shake Shack line is? And you just turn around and you just start fucking finger-blasting your girlfriend on the fucking... Nah, that's ridiculous. But you know what I mean? And people do this shit in public and it's you know makes people feel uncomfortable sometimes and affection comes in many forms doesn't it you know holding hands is affectionate putting your arm around somebody you ever walk into a party and you see like oh everyone knows each other here this is cool you can kind of tell who's in a relationship with who based on the way their body language is towards one another like their somebody's hand is always on somebody's knee Right. But then you hike it up a couple of notches when you just start tonguing each. You just start sucking each other down. You know, it's funny. So at my wedding, uh, my mom came up to me at some point during the wedding and she goes, did you see how that girl just walked straight up to that to um, her boyfriend when she got here and just started sucking him down right in front of grandma at the bar? <laughs> And I was just like, ew, sucking him down sounds even worse. Sucking him down. And I thought, yeah, because people just do that shit. You see, I think it's a little bit more appropriate if you're in a bar, depending on the time. And still, no one wants to be sitting next to like two seats away from somebody who's fucking groping each other. It's just like, you know, where's the, where's like the decency I feel like it's on the, am I, am I being, maybe, and you know what's funny? Maybe I'm just being a little too conservative. You know, I kiss my wife in public. I hold her hand. 
but we don't like make out. And, you know, we all know that there's different versions of like an open mouth kiss, right? You know, when your partner kisses you in a way where you're like, oh, I know what's about to happen. You know, like, like it's like an inviting, you know, we're about to really do this kind of kiss. And then there's that. I'm making out with you, but that's all I want to do right now. Kind of kiss. You you can tell the difference. And sometimes, from an outside perspective, it just looks like these two people are about to just straight up start fucking ripping each other's clothes off. No, yeah, it does seem like that sometimes. Um, and it makes people feel weird. And I started thinking about this shit. So I saw this, I saw these teenagers, and I was like, you know what? That's um, that's pretty. That seems normal. You know, they got they socially distanced enough to find a bench that was away from people. I passed by it. I mean, there was a, there was a traffic flow, but they were sitting by themselves. They took their masks off so they could really feel each other's mouths. You know. And the crazy thing is, if they had their masks on while they were making out, I would have thought that shit was fucking even more weird. But they, you know, they took their masks off and they really were going to town. It was, it was, you know, something to see, that's for sure. So basically, people ask a lot of questions. What is PDA is one of them. Another question is, is PDA good for a relationship is what, I, is what I'm reading here and there's a scientist somewhere who said some people show PDA because they're feeling insecure in their relationship, says Dr. Cobb. No relation. Um, I could see that. I could see somebody like marking their territory. You know, people that are, you know, it, it, being especially if you're like in a new relationship, you're kind of seeing someone you go somewhere, you're around a bunch of people. People are out, fucking the wolves are out, they're hunting. Maybe some dude's trying to hit on your girl. Or some girl's trying to hit on your guy or whatever, you know? And you're like, I'm going to make sure that everyone in here sees me kiss this person on the neck. That's a real intimate spot. That's a, ooh, shivers down my, (laughs) kind of spot. And everybody goes, oh, shit, she kissed him on the neck. But then you got some people that don't give a shit about that, right? Like, I make out with my mom every time I leave the house. Kiss my neck all you want. I'm still going in. I'm still going after it. Some people make out with their moms. You know? That's weird. (laughs) But yeah, um, so people like to mark their territory when they do it. Some people just fucking genuinely, I believe, want to just, that's just how they are. That's how they show affection. That's how they show love. Um, I always say that like the older you get, you never really know what's going on in anybody's relationship, you know, behind closed doors. I think like the whole idea of quote unquote relationship goals is, um, is a really weird concept to me because everybody's different and hashtag relationship goals. Everybody's different and, um, you just can't fucking... It's it, it it just seems really naive to me for someone to look at a picture of somebody's relationship and be like, this is how I want my relationship to be exactly. Because you're looking at a photo. You could literally walk up to a stranger on the street and get them to smile in a selfie with you and look as happy as that couple and not know that fucking person. So 
I don't know. And then on the flip side of that, when I hear people say shit about like things that have, you know, fights that they've had in their relationship, I'm always like, yeah, man, it shit happens. It fucking happens. You know, so don't try to fool me with your PDA making out and shit right at the corner because you guys got a don't walk sign and everybody in their car is looking at you and you cause a fucking pile up because you don't know how to keep your hands to yourself. Um, Yeah, no, it's just, you know, it's just relationship goals, man. And everybody's driving down the street and they're watching somebody make out and they go, that couple must be super happy because they make out. Public display of affection. So everybody's got an opinion about it, right? So this guy, Dr. Cobb, no relation. We don't even have the same name. I don't know why I keep saying that. Uh, He said that it could be a problem. It could be an insecurity issue, which makes perfect sense. But again, I feel like there's so many different uh, vantage points you could look at that from. Like I said, some people just, that's how they show their affection, right? That's how they do it. You know how, you know how Nelly, the rapper, shows his affection? He's, he openly announces that he's waiting for the right time to shoot my steam. Remember that in, uh, it's getting hot in her? Hot in her! That was a, uh, very good song back then. It was a music video. He was dancing with a girl who had a, a bullseye on her bra, and he had on a fucking wife beater, which, I, I did some research recently, and, uh, I feel like maybe we probably shouldn't say wife beater anymore. I feel like it's giving tank top a bad name. If you're wearing a tank top, you're wearing a tank top. Or it's an undershirt, but a wife beater? Do you know what happened? I bet you don't even know why. They call it a wife beater, but I'm going to tell you right now, it is a is an ugly story about a man who beat his wife to death in 1947 while wearing a, a ribbed white tank top. Seriously, look it up. It's fucked up. Um, so, yeah, maybe we should probably stop. But Nelly was wearing a tank top while dancing with this woman, and they looked like they were having a great time. It looked like... The sprinkles were going off in the party, so everybody was getting wet, taking a group shower, taking a fucking gang shower. I remember one time in college, I took, (laughs) just the beginning of the story, I was with my friend Julian, and uh, shout out to Julian Sanchez, and you can check out the No Mouth Guard podcast. It's very good. Um, Anyway, I was with him, and we were working out, and we, just for shits and giggles, said, wow, this is weird, right? We said, yo, let's, uh... Let's go get in that gang shower. And I didn't want to do it. You know, they, I was coerced. So we get in there. One of our other buddies is there. We turn around. I'm not going to say his name, but we turn around and we look at him. We go, look at him soaping his ass. <laughs> and he, his ass was real soapy. It was like cartoon levels of soapy. You know, he looked like he was rocking like a cloud around his waist. You know what I mean? Like all that foam and shit. He looked like a fucking, he looked like a, a Starbucks uh, mo- a fucking frap. He looked like a Frappuccino. It's getting all foamy. He didn't need any help. Anyway, um, so Nelly was wearing a tank top, dancing with a girl, and he says in the lyrics of the song, waiting for the right time to shoot my steam. I think he says shoot my steam. I could be 100% wrong, but I think that shit is mad funny. Like, who says that? 
who says, yo, I'm trying to shoot my steam? Like, is that a thing that you say to the person that you're trying to shoot your steam? What is your steam, first of all? if In my guess, I'm thinking it's ejaculate. You know what I mean? I think it's like something like that. And or it could just be maybe he's trying to shoot his shot in, in a way where like, yeah, that's how he says it. I'm trying to shoot my steam. I'm trying to shoot my shot. What does shooting your shot mean? Shooting your shot means anything. You know, you could be merging on the highway. By the way, update driving. I finally can drive by myself. It's like I took the train wheels off the bike and I'm doing it. I'm really doing it. Um, but anyway, yeah, shooting your shot could be just merging into another lane. Whoo, shot my shot, baby. You know, shooting your shot could be attempting to get intimate with your partner. It's like, ooh, I shot my shot. Shooting your shot could be attempting to initiate a conversation with a stranger at a bar. You know, and and, and getting shot down is going to happen. But also, what if you didn't get shot down? What if that person was as interested in talking to you as you were in talking to them and that's why in life you need to take chances you know and i always say this to myself too um whenever i'm about to do something you know last time i I hit you guys with the gem of the hello i'm johnny knoxville welcome to jackass i also when i'm really seriously considering a major move but it's a scary one major moves are scary right when you feel like you're walking on a tightrope and there's no safety net under it but you can do it and you've done it before you just gotta you gotta just keep your eyes in front of you you know what i'm saying but so another thing i always say to myself is fortune favors the bold right and nelly was bold enough to say i'm trying to shoot my steam and if i look these lyrics up and it doesn't say shoot my steam i'm gonna get really fucking i'm gonna be disappointed because if he didn't say shoot my steam he should have i like that and I feel like people should start saying it. I feel like it should become popular. Oh, shoot my steez. No. My whole life has been a fucking lie. There's no way. There's Oh, no. This says shoot my steez. This is a different song. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, you got to just try to do shit. You got to try to do shit. And Hot and Her was a perfect example. You know, it's one of those music videos. They don't make them like that anymore. You know what I'm saying? They don't. What's the last time you saw a music video that was like the time where you would be like, like 106 and Park was on and shit, and everybody in school would be like, or TRL, and everybody in school would be like, yo, tonight, the new Lil Wayne video is dropping. Why do I keep talking about Lil Wayne? The new Lil Wayne video is dropping. And if you missed it, and you went to school the next day, you felt like a, you felt like a real piece of shit, because everybody's talking about it. And you're like, don't tell me, don't tell me about it. Please don't tell me about it. And they're like, they still tell you about it because you're a piece of shit. You should have saw it. Doesn't matter. You had an after school program. You missed it. Waiting for the right time to shoot my steez. Jesus, I was wrong. I'm, I'm going to put a poll. I'm going to do a poll this week. And I really think shoot my steam sounds way better. Shoot my steam. You know, every now and then I like to creep up on my wife and be like, hey, baby, can I shoot my steam? And I do a weird voice. You know, I feel like shoot my steam sounds cool. Sounds way cool. You ever go to a restaurant with a bunch of your friends and everybody orders something different? And the shit you ordered is the wackest shit. That's a disappointing feeling. 
you know, because you could you 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 never see that coming. You never. I would, honestly, I would rather have the service be shitty and the dish be amazing than have a whack ass dish. I would honestly rather that. You know, that's just me. Yeah, you know, I could be you know I could be bugging, but something about just having bad food is just so disappointing. You know, what's even more disappointing. You know, everybody's in quarantine. We're ordering food a lot. You're on Seamless. You're on Grubhub. You're on fucking Uber Eats. I think fucking people order shit on Postmates. I don't know. I've never done it. I've heard about it. You know, I was trying to order a hot dog recently. I just wanted one hot dog. Someone's like, I bet you they'll bring you a hot dog on Postmates. I didn't try to find out, but maybe one day. Um, Yeah, getting bad food is disappointing. You order food. It takes like a fucking hour to get to your house. And it's bad. Or, and they fucked up your order. That's like grounds to like fucking drive down to the restaurant and burn it down. I'm sorry. But you guys should have been a little more careful and you should have listened. I told you exactly what I wanted. Um, yeah. I shot my steam. And this is what I get in return. But yeah, and you order a whack-ass dish, it just fucking... It'll really ruin your mood. It'll ruin your day. <laughs> but a, a, a trick about... A trick to go into a restaurant. You know when you go to that situation? I feel like it happens less and less as you get older. But you go to these dinner birthdays. When people go to a restaurant and then you got one person that drinks like fucking nine drinks <laughs> and then you got another person that doesn't drink at all and orders an appetizer and you got all this shit and then at the end of the thing and everybody's fucking like, well, what did you have? It's like, it would be way cooler if everybody just put their fucking card in and said, all right, let's just do it. It's this person's birthday. Who gives a shit, right? As long as they don't pay. As long as they don't pay, we're all good. But then people start getting petty. Go, yeah, well, you had this. Also, I think it's fucking inappropriate and disrespectful to order too much shit while you're in that group setting, you know? So this is what I do. You ready? I feel like some of you said yes out loud, especially if you're driving in your car. Nobody can hear you, just me. Um, Actually, no, I can't, sorry. Uh, So this is what I do. I show up like 25, 30 minutes late. After everybody's like already like people's food is showing up and shit. And I look at the fucking server. And I go. Ah, sorry, man. I guess I'll just uh, fucking have a separate bill. And then. You go to the bar afterwards. And you buy a bunch. You buy all the fucking drinks for the birthday person. And that is how you make someone have. A fucking phenomenal time on their birthday. Be a good friend and not soil your good name of looking and looking like an asshole in front of everybody because people get real weird about money. It ruined friendships, it ruined relationships with your family, ruined marriages, ruined fucking you know causes resentment. Also causes great happiness as well. I'm not gonna sit here and put money down like like money did something wrong to me. You know, me and money, you know, have had a pretty relatively decent relationship for a long time. You know, I didn't have it. I had it. I, you, you always have money and then you don't have it and you fucking. I think it's one of those things that people just get weirdly fucking weirdly attached to. It's like, yo, it comes and goes. That shit is real. So while you have it, have fun with it. And when you don't have it, put yourself in a position to have it against so you and keep doing whatever you want. Or if you don't have it and you don't 
fucking care that you don't have it, then don't care that you don't have it and live your life. Walk around barefoot on the beach. Let your toes get in the sand. And then when you walk into the water and you sink into that drop off, man, I've been talking about the beach a lot because I've been going to the beach a lot. You know what I'm saying? I came home and I said, hey, I look like fucking Tay Diggs. I've been in the sun so much. God damn. Um, so, guys, thank you. That has been our show for the week. Our show. I say our because I feel like you, the people, are part of this experience. And uh, thank you all for all the positive feedback I've been getting. People have been enjoying the show. Feel free to hit me up. Reach out to me. If there's any questions you have, you can email me at Corey has a podcast at gmail.com and uh man i'm fucking missed that time i missed that time in music uh you can email me and uh you know tie your shoes put your pants on one leg at a time and fucking put one foot in front of the other and go out there and shoot your steam thank you and good day